fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. Hey guys, Sean here from Corner to Corner. As you can tell, it's not a normal opening for our show. Due to some unfortunate event, we lost the opening segment of the show. So this show is going to pick back up basically where we start the meat of the show. You're going to hear a third voice on here. That is Adam Muncy. He's one of our longtime fans, and he's a big AEW guy. So we brought him onto the show with us. And uh, basically, this is a part one of two episodes we're going to be talking about AEW versus WWE and the current state of wrestling. We're picking up with a review of Survivor Series here. Then we're going to do our Missing the Marks and move on to the regular part of the show. Again, sorry for the inconvenience here. We love you guys and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Forward to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hate it. What do you, you think, Adam? It wasn't a bad show. It was not a bad show. I was actually kind of surprised how good it was. It looked like almost AEW quality show. <laughs> yes. yes. Right off the bat. Almost, almost AEW quality. Well, the Becky Charlotte match was great. A lot of people don't watch the pre-show, but Shinsuke and Damian Priest had one heck of a match. Of course, they ruined it because we had to have a – a dirty, a, a dirty finish. Right. Couldn't be a clean finish. And, of course, there wasn't a clean finish on the first match. And I remember I was texting him, and I'm like, well, I see him missing the mark segment forming here if we're going to have a, a, a clean, unclean show all night long. But they got back on track. I have went back and watched the Damian Priest-Shinsuke match. Definitely did not need to be on the pre-show. It was main show quality. No, the Battle Royal needed to be on the pre-show. Right. Absolutely. Because they didn't even do that until Friday night. They re- Talk about missing the mark. They missed the mark not having Montez Ford win the Battle Royal, I think. Yeah. Why you have Omos win blows my mind. I don't know. I mean, because they were hyping it like The Rock 25 years ago burst onto the scenes and the rest is history. So they're kind of hyping it like maybe the winner of this might be in for a push. Or do we really think they're going to push Omos? No. They're going to push him right out the door. He'll be future endeavored in about six months. As long as he's with AJ, he's okay. As long as the he's minute with that breaks up, Omos is done. Yeah. In the same way with that uh, Aziz dude with... Uh, Commander Aziz? Yeah. He'll be gone, too. I, I agree with Sean. Commander Aziz is out the door. See, I think Commander Aziz is fairly decent if they give him a chance. But I agree. They're probably not going to give him a chance. Yeah. Those, those guys don't get that opportunity anymore. It's so funny. 30 years ago, it was big guys. Yeah. And now it's the smaller guys. Right. I don't know. Each show has their – well, I guess they're all on Raw now, though, aren't they? And I, I forgot thought, that they moved Aziz and uh, – I thought the, the – Close second to the worst match was probably the women's five-on-five match. Yeah. That was so predictable. Once it got to four to one with Bianca left, you knew that Bianca was winning. That is that is WWE at its finest with its predictability. Right. I don't know how many times over the years that Raw versus SmackDown, somebody's got down to one and they wound up winning. Right. I mean, okay, we get it. 
you love Bianca. She's had 87 title matches in, in the last, last two months. Right. And now she's the sole survivor. If you love her that much, do something with her. Right. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand it. She's obviously over with the fans, but we've got two heel females carrying the belts. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Again, we need a secondary women's title. I think the two female world champions are getting ready to change at least one of them. I don't think Charlotte keeps the belt very much longer. Corey Graves dropped the best line of the night during that match when it was 4-1, to one, uh, and he said Bianca Belair is the the EST of WWE. She's the loneliest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's a good note. He said she's the loneliest. <laughs> That's funny. So That's really funny. But Corey Graves is really good. Corey Graves is good. Anything in that match surprised you, Adam? Uh, no, like Sean said, once it got 4-1, it was obvious. I mean, I could have turned out the lights, went to bed, read the recap the next day. And, <laughs> and uh, been spot on. Been yeah. spot on. Kind of like the stories, my papa calls them, days of our lives and all those. <laughs> I can go six months without watching. I can pick right back up. Because it's probably just later in the day. That's yeah, how, the, And that's basically yeah. what the WWE product and is. And in, right right. in that six months, somebody's died and come back to life in that six months. <laughs> and so. Stefano is always a part right. of it somehow. That <laughs> dude will be in his And grave. he has Marlena possessed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So funny. But <clears throat> we don't watch these shows. <laughs> no, not our wives do. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. I think those two matches were definitely the worst. I really hate in the men's side. I thought they had a lot of potential with Kevin Owens walking out on the team. I thought that Jeff Hardy could have picked up the win over uh, Seth Rollins only for KO to reappear and win the match, and then he has that whole thing. But I've told Sean, I think we've seen the last of Kevin Owens. I think him walking out, I don't know that we see him much anymore. He was out last night looking for the egg. Right. But that, but that, that was, was just it. because whoever found it got a world title shot. Yeah. And I guess Austin Theory gets it? Because Austin Theory didn't find it. He had it. <laughs> he literally stole it. <laughs> Listen, I enjoy Austin Theory's gimmick right now. Well, I don't know that any other wrestler in, in the organization can could pull that gimmick off. Well, I mean, he must have one heck of a data plan on his phone is all I can say because he's got a million <laughs> pictures on that phone. <laughs> I mean, probably went the right choice with having, with having Seth Rollins be the – be the uh, sole survivor. I hate it because the Survivor Series turns into Raw beating down SmackDown is what happens most of the time. Yeah. The tag match was really good. Randy Orton broke Kane's pay-per-view appearance record. That says a lot about Randy Orton right there. Obviously, he... I kind of felt like that that was definitely going to be a win for RK-Bro. You're not going to let Randy break the record and not win the match. And he and he comes out again with one of his phenomenal RKOs. <laughs> well, and the best part about the RKO was that he that the Uso ended up they still splashed on the riddle. Like yeah. the RKO splash on the riddle. Yeah. Yeah. Now Adam Sean and I talked we think Riddle is extremely underrated. What's, what's your thoughts? At first, I hated him. I, I, I couldn't stand him. 
But the, he's kind of grown on me. The more I see him, and last night, I don't know if you watched Raw, last night he comes out dressed as Randy Orton with the little mustache and the goat. It, it was great. I did it, not see that. Yes. I missed that. It, 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 it is worth going to look at. Randy Orton told him, I guess, he needs to be more cerebral, more like him. And he just comes out dressed, and he said, hit Randy's music. And he does the little Randy strut to the ring and gets on the top rope, does the pose. Well, I mean – that little pose in the ring. Like, he holds his hands out. Randy puts his belt on his hand, and then they both do the, the spread eagle. I mean, it's – I know it's it, it was cheesy a month ago when we was talking about it. Yeah. It's gold right now. Yeah. yeah. That just shows you how good Randy Orton is, though. Because at any moment, Randy Orton – could RKO Riddle and it all be over. And it's coming. It, it's just a matter of when it comes. Yeah. Because he's going to be done with him before long. Yeah. You know, it bothers me about Riddle that he doesn't wear boots. That's one of the things that aggravates me. He's barefoot <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that worked with Superfly Jimmy Snuka. I, I, I asked Cassie last night, I was like, I wonder how many times he's broke his toes. Because, I mean, there's no way in the world that he's not broken his toes well, by doing this. And I always think back to the NXT TakeOver when Chris Hero bit his big toe. Like he had him in a move and, and he got his and he and it stuck his toe in his mouth and bit his big toe. And I was like, that's disgusting. Put boots on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hated Rusev whenever he had whenever he was barefoot. I hated Jimmy Snooker when he would like put boots on. People bleed in that ring. They sweat in that ring. It's gross. Yeah. I mean, we got COVID going on now. We got COVID. You can't be walking <laughs> around barefoot. He could get COVID on his big toe. <laughs> you could get you could get foot COVID. <laughs> and I don't like the fact that they took away his first name. I, I I think he should be Matt Riddle. But I think he was in on that. You think? I, no, I, I think he made a post somewhere that, because people were, well, you know, and he was like, like, that's what he has always been called growing up. It was Riddle. Gotcha. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, the best match of the night was, I mean, had to be Roman and Big E, right? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It just shows you how good that, that both those guys are. Did it surprise either one of you that Roman went over clean? Yes. Yes. Me too. Because I honestly felt like that we were in protect mode, and I hate, I mean, Big E didn't get protected there. No, I mean, he got... <clears throat> 100% a clean victory over over yeah. Big E. So you would... No Usos, no Paul Heyman, no nothing. Brock Lesnar. Which nothing. really surprised me that the Usos didn't get involved. Uh, I I was, in my mind, I was it was playing out. I was like, oh, here come the Usos. And then here comes, and, you know, it's going to bring Xavier Woods out. And, you know, the numbers game is still going to work against Big E, and that's how they're going to do it. I was like, no, they clean. So that leads you to believe that the Big E... Roman beef is squashed. Like, it's over if you're going to yeah. lose clean. Yeah. I saw a stat the other day talking about, you know, because Roman, they kept talking about 434 days or whatever. He's right at time, Phil Brooks. Uh, Sam Punk. <laughs> say, say his name. Phil Brooks. I did say his name. I said his God-given name. <laughs> they were talking about how his reign was like 434 days. Roman was closing in on 434. But... Like the defenses, like I think Punk had like 131 defenses during his reign, and Roman's at like 19. So 
again, it was a different time. Yeah, exactly. It, it was. It, it was. A, I mean, and it, it wasn't all that many years ago. It, you know, eight to ten mm-hmm. years ago, but it still was a different time. Right. You know, Roman is a more protected character than Punk ever was. Uh, they're only going to. I think. Uh, that was, you know, that's during the time when John Cena was doing his open challenge for the U.S. title, and uh, like, that's all well and good, and I think I think it was great, but they're not going to do that with Roman with the Universal title. No, because the way they've built his character, right. it is an honor right. to step in with the Tribal Chief, right? And if you water it down with title defenses, right. it ruins the mystique of it, the the buildup, and you're not going to get that. Right. And it's, it's like I say, we've. I feel like the, we say this on every episode. There is no end in sight no. to Roman's title reign. Well, we all three have had the conversation, and Adam agreed with me that we're headed Rock and Roman, but I don't think we're headed. At this year's WrestleMania, I actually think it's next year's WrestleMania in Hollywood. Yeah, and but I still don't think that that's The Rock taking the title off of him. Maybe The Rock takes the title prior to WrestleMania. Maybe. What I do you think, know. Adam? I can't see him taking it I, before I, WrestleMania. Like, I can't. I honestly can't see anybody taking the belt off Roman right now. He's he's that good. If yeah. Rock doesn't do it, who does? Right. Well. It's going to be this. MJF. You remember... <laughs> you remember when Brock Lesnar beat the Taker streak. Yeah. Nobody expected that, right? Well, that's what it's going to be like when someone pins Roman Reigns and wins the title. You're going to be like, holy crap. And I, I did think not it's going to be that somebody that we didn't see coming. Yeah. I mean, you just said it's going to be it, like they treat it like an honor to even face run. Right. Yeah. So, looking at the roster, who's even at that level right now? I think of like, who, who would shock you to beat Roman Reigns right now, other than everybody. I mean, I think that's the answer. I think anybody at this point. I mean, Drew McIntyre, you feel like will eventually get back into that picture, you know, into that scene. But I don't know that he's the guy they're going to... Now, don't let Sean fool you. He still thinks it's going to be Edge. Oh, 100%. 100%. That storyline's not over. Oh, it's not. If I was basing it off anything, Edge has to be the top guy. You would think he's the most logical choice. Or John Cena. Oh, my gosh. We've already seen that, though. I know, but they're going to try to... And I mean, and Flair has said it. He thinks that the WWE is going to erase him from history. And you can't erase him from history until you have somebody win the belt 17 times. Yeah. And it's got to be a male. Charlotte breaking his record is not going to count. Right. Charlotte won't be there long enough to break his. I don't know that Charlotte's going to be in wrestling long enough to to do it. Right. I'm not talking AEW. No, like, she's. Right. I think she's got her eyes set on Hollywood. Yep. Yeah. Well, apparently she's a free agent. Just because Andrade stopped following her on Twitter. <laughs> his internet probably went out. Right. I mean, Somebody probably hacked his Right. Account. I mean, I would venture to say in Mexico, the internet's not that great. That's true. That's true. So, anyways, it was a great, I, I, I won't say great, but it was above our expectations. I would say it's a, it was a solid B show. Yep. I would agree with that. B's a solid grade. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, it, it didn't, it didn't. Set the you know it did not set the roof on fire, but 
it I think it beat everybody's expectations because yeah. I, I know that you and I had talked that I was expecting it to be and I mean we called it a throwaway pay-per-view like it was a throwaway pay-per-view yeah they made it less throwaway-ish yeah I mean no titles were gonna exchange obviously but the matches were pretty solid. It kind of makes me mad that we're not getting a TLC in in December. Yeah, that there's that we just saw the last pay per view of of the year. Yeah, so it leads you to believe that nothing major is happening prior to the new year. Yeah, AKA the best pay per view, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. I mean, yeah. Freeform's about to kick off their twenty five days of Christmas in January. I watch a Royal Rumble every day. Yeah. Uh, at least one. Yeah. It is just, fantastic. Just the match. I mean, no sense going through the whole pay-per-view. No, so yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so we're getting two pay-per-views in January. Day one and then the Royal Rumble. Wow. It's something. I don't have a lot of high hopes for day one either. <laughs> no, probably not. But you never know. You never know. It's, it's a new pay-per-view, the, so they the, might. The WWE has shown in years past when they want to surprise you and they want to put a good product out, they can do it at any given time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, and then I think we can't end this segment without talking about the egg. Did we have to bring that up? I mean, we kind of had mentioned it with Austin Theory. That was more than enough. That was five seconds more than it deserved but to be But I mean, about. what was, like, I understand They the were purpose, promoting the movie. The purpose was to tie The Rock's movie into the pay-per-view. But if you're not going to have The Rock... I guess they thought the egg was the next best thing. Yeah. Well, you had said you wasn't watching at the time. Sean was texting me. He said, they're teasing The Rock. Are we going to get The Rock tonight? I was like, it's looking that way. And the entire wrestling universe felt exactly the same way, to the point that they were like, well, that was a disappointment. And then, of course, no offense, the AEW people are all like, see, they teased The Rock, blah, 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 blah. You know, And it's like, Okay, well, didn't AEW tease Bray Wyatt about a month ago and he didn't show up? I, so. I think it was more AEW marks if we're going to be fair. But it was me. Let's call it what it is. It was me. It wasn't That's, just you. I mean, it was all AEW fans. I think the, I think it came with good reason. But The Rock has also proven in his history since he left for Hollywood that The Rock comes back on The Rock's terms. And right. basically The Rock calls Vince and says, hey, I'm showing up tonight. And Vince is like, all right, come on, pal. And then The Rock comes out. Right. So, do we get to see The Rock? The answer is going to be yes. And I think we see The Rock sometime. In 2022. WrestleMania time. I think we'll we'll see The Rock. I think WrestleMania. He comes out. He sets it up for next year. You think? And I think that would be. Because the whole head of table thing. Roman saying he's the head of the table. Rock obviously has to come in and say, "Whoa, pal, you you haven't ever beaten. I, I am. I feed everybody. Right. I'm the man. I'm the guy." Right. So, and I think they have to give it its due justice, give it its due time, and they do have to build. Up Wasn't it. it a couple WrestleManias ago? Didn't the Rock and Roman have like a little segment together? Or well, there was a there was there Roman was a Royal getting Rumble. beat up. Right? Well, there there, there there was a Royal Rumble too. Yeah. Where they brought him out to help get him over, That's and the fans booed him loud. And it's like, man, we can't even use the rock to get Roman over. Right, right. So one would say that the rock nut coming out last night was missing the mark. Oh, that's cheesy. 
But it's a good segue. Right? It is a good segue, <laughs> but it's cheesy. So we invited Adam to to do a couple of missing the marks as well. I mean, this is. I mean, if he's going to be on the show, I mean, I created this segment. And, and this, this segment, segment is, is named you. after him. I mean, I, I think it would only be fair that we bestow this honor upon you to, to go first. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Are, we, can we, you we, handle that? We know Sean never goes first. No, Sean never <laughs> goes first. Okay. Never goes so first. if you listen to the show, Sean never goes so, first. So, so next week when, when when we're talking, if there's ever anything that we have, somebody has to go first, he's going to say, well, I went first last week, pal. So uh, I guess you, it's your turn. You want to start us off this week? <laughs> I started us last week. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's just yeah, the, but, Well, because Adam won't be here next week. Well, he technically will be here next week because he's doing both parts with us. So right. in two weeks from now <laughs> – We'll be like, well, Adam's not here, so technically, I did go first. I did last go time. first. Last time it was just the two of us. I went first. You remember that time back in 2014? We were talking, and I let you talk first. The last 65 degree day of September, I went first. Right, right. I hate you too. All right, missing the mark with Adam Muncy. Tell us what you got. Well, you kind of hit on it. I was hoping you'd be quiet for once. You should have kicked me. <laughs> no, it's all good. Why did we have the Battle Royal on the main pay-per-view? Oh, you could have moved that Rock Battle Royal to the pre-show. That gives you plenty of time for the Shinsuke Damian Priest, which was a solid match, on the main show. I don't even know that it deserves pay-per-view time. Just do that on SmackDown. No, it's not worthy of SmackDown. That's a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That that's is fair. That's a good fair. point. That, 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 I mean, that's not even worthy of, uh, what's that? Uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah. Like, uh, it was, which, Crown Jewel was a solid show this year. <laughs> it, it, it was good. Once again, low expectations. <laughs> See, that's, our, that's what we figured out with WWE. If you lower your expectations, <laughs> you get surprised every time. So we just don't ever expect anything. Yeah, it, it, it's like expecting a delivery an hour later right. and you get an hour earlier. Right. Know, oh, wow. You over-delivered on this. But one. I think you're 100% accurate. It did not need to be on the main show. Uh, not for the purpose of where we wound up with with that being Omos. Well, but there was nothing really, there was no trophy. I mean, you, you asked the question. It was pizza. That Montez Ford threw into the crowd. Yeah. And who wants a slice of pizza? I don't know, but I would have just... been mad as I'll get out if I got smacked inside the, the head with a piece of pizza. Would you, though? I would. I, Definitely. If I get smacked with some pizza, I got to laugh. I'm would you? Like, here's the Before I finish yeah, my talk. I'm sensitive when it comes to my If pizza. you are sitting in the crowd and you get hit with a piece of Montez Ford pizza, are you eating it? Absolutely. Would you eat it? Nope. I don't think I would either. Is it pepperoni? <laughs> it looked like pepperoni. <laughs> if it's just pepperoni and cheese, I'm eating it all day. I'm not even so we know the ground. For, so we know now that, 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 that Adam's standards are really low when it comes to food. <laughs> Look, inflation's hitting hard, guys. I mean, <laughs> five-second rules moved up to ten seconds. Right, right, right. It's like, and then you look around. Who, who's been around? Look. Next thing you know, he'll be walking through downtown New York like Buddy the Elf and eating the gum underneath the handrails. Santa told me not to do that. (laughs) So, you would ask, which which is the better battle royal? Andre the Giant or The Rock? And we had said, and I think we come to a consensus, that it was Andre the Giant because it's at WrestleMania. And you at least get a trophy. And it's yeah. a big trophy. It's, it's a not big like trophy. It's, a like, trophy. it's almost full-size Andre the Giant. Like, right. you get a huge trophy. And you got a dinner box from Pizza Hut that Montez Ford 
threw half the half in the crowd and ran away with. Right. And it and Omos, nine feet tall, stands in the ring, literally five feet from where Montez Ford's throwing. It's like, no, stop that. What are you doing? And then they played tug of war with AJ Styles. Why? I don't know. I don't know. All right, enough time on it my was, stupid battle royal. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. A good miss in the mark. A good miss in the mark. You want to go? I'll go. So I read this. I, I got to set myself up for two weeks from now. I, I read this article today. We all know that Hit Row was a flash in the pan in NXT. Then they came up to the main roster, and then they were gone. Like, it all happened so fast that a lot of people was like, Who's Hit Row, right? Hit Row, I can't even tell you who who they all are. But I read an article today that last Thursday, when the whole release thing happened, in the morning, they were all told they were going to be on SmackDown, Survivor Series, and Raw. In Within a couple of hours, they were told they were off all three shows. And then they were told they were on all three shows again. And then they were told they'd been future endeavored. All of this transpired on Thursday. That's crappy business. It is bad business. You know? I mean, first of all, you're look, if you're gonna be on all three shows and then all of a sudden you're unemployed, what the heck? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Right. I mean, first of all, they didn't give them enough time on NXT to develop anything with the fans. I mean, Swerve was the only person who had right. had any connection with any of the fans. The girl didn't. The girl didn't have a whole lot of talent. I've already told you multiple times that we loved AJ on top the dollar. on the uh, who's hotter? Who's hotter? The top dollar. <laughs> we we loved him on the Treasure Show, mm-hmm. but he didn't have the look of a wrestler. He didn't dress like a wrestler. He couldn't talk like a wrestler. He didn't need to be a wrestler. Right. So. I'm not surprised that he's gone, but my missing mark is just the crappy way that they did them that day, and it leads you to believe that they probably weren't the only ones. Well, I mean, we hear stories. I mean, remember when Mickey James got released? They put her, somebody put her belongings in a trash bag and mailed them to and her. mailed them to her. Yeah, and then they fired the guy. Right, because somebody had to take. I mean, somebody had to take the fall. I, I do believe that. You know, whether it's Vince, whether it's Tony Khan, whether it's whoever runs Impact or who, what, I don't believe they would have okayed that. Like, I just, I, I just don't think they would have. One, I think it's too far below them to do that. I think they're too busy doing other things. But somebody looked at that person and said, "Just put them in a trash bag." Yeah. You know, somebody was like, "Yeah, well, no, no, you're on the shows. No, you're off the shows. No, you're on the show. No, 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 you're fired." Like. Yeah. And I know that Ty of Valkyrie and uh, Johnny Drip Drip were making a uh, stink about, well, we got fired during the holidays. We, you know, is that crappy? Yes, that's very crappy. If I got called tomorrow and they and, and, and my employer said, hey, we're letting you go, that would be crappy. But I also understand it's a business too. So part of that, I, you know, part of it's business. But there's also handling people. And the WWE, more oftentimes than not, in situations like this, don't do a very good job of handling people. That's right. That's right. I did see a funny meme, though, since we talked about top dollar, who's hotter. 
that uh, if he were to sign with AEW, you know, everybody is all elite. Uh, you know, that's the little <laughs> gift they put out, a little picture. And it says, maximum currency is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they couldn't call him top dollar. Well, so he would just be maximum currency. Since we're, we won't get, never mind. I'll bring that up in a little bit. Keep going. Do your, do your, uh, okay. do your first one because we're, we're pushing time. My first missing the mark is, it's going to surprise you, about AEW. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. I question if they move too quickly turning Daniel Bryan heel. I think he's super over. Him and Punk might be the two most over people on the roster. Throw in Adam Cole, probably the three most over people on the roster. I understand that Bryan is anything you need him to be. If you need him to be a face, he's a face. If you need him to be a heel, he's a heel. But did we? And the way that he turned heel, I've told you, I'm, I'm sure you watched the promo. That is how you turn heel in a promo. He literally flipped the fans from the beginning to the end. He had them flipped. Did a great job. I question though, is it too early to make him a heel? Well, and to feed off that, we talked we talked about this afternoon. Is it because? He took the place of somebody, or, or, or it, you know, was it going to be Johnny Moxley, right? Instead of him winning the tournament, right? And unfortunately, Moxley's side-driven right now. He's right. he's somewhere else. So, Hangman Page is is definitely the face, right? And the fans love him. So you got to have a heel, right? Right. I mean. We're not gonna we're not gonna get two over faces going against each other, but but, but it's, it's a good match. But I don't know why we couldn't. Like I don't know. Like I know that traditionally wrestling is good guy and bad guy, and there has to be defined roles. And and it, it's kind of that way with AEW, though. You know, I mean, it, it is. I they mean, do they, follow. Well, that. I mean, they have their own separate entrance ways. Yeah. Forget the fact that they're all in the same room back before they come out the entranceways. Yeah. It's like walk around and go out two different hallways. Right. You go that way, I'll go this way. But, okay. But as a guy who watches AEW weekly, do you think it's too was it too soon to turn Daniel Bryan? Here's the thing I love most about AEW compared to WWE. They do a good job storytelling. They do. And it's long-term storytelling. <laughs> it is. So with this being so quick, I think it might be what Sean said, and they just need somebody to take somebody's spot. Well, then my thought is, why not have Miro win the world title? He, he right. was already a, or win, win, win the title tournament. He was already a heel. Yeah. So I, I just I, I just question, I think it's going to be a fantastic storyline. I honestly think Hangman Page obviously is going to give Daniel Bryan his first loss because uh, they're not taking the belt off of Hangman anytime soon. But one, it's because that's not something AEW does. Hangman Page is only their fourth world champion in two years. Well, and, and Kenny's gone for a while. Kenny He's is. having multiple surgeries. Right. Okay? So they're going to have to ride somebody. Obviously, we're not getting the Adam Cole, Kenny Omega storyline that we... Yet. Yet. I, I know. It's coming. It's coming. But, but now... They've right. raised it way too yeah. much. It's so good. it's it's very possible that Hangman holds on to that strap until Kenny comes back. It could be. You know, and then and then he might take it back off of him. I agree with you. Miro, Miro would have been the way I go. Well, I think if you were looking just for a heel, I think Miro would have but, been the way to go. But they did the exact same thing that the WWE did. You give 
give him the long run undefeated, and the minute he loses, you're like, where did he go? He's gone now. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you go undefeated for well, nine months, and then all of a sudden you lose one time, and you forget how to win. We talked often that R- Rusev got very underutilized in WWE. And I hate it. It took he, him a little while to get started in AEW. He got John Cena. He did. He got, took him a long time to get started in AEW. They give him the TNT title. He drops it to Sammy Guevara. Didn't need to drop it to Sammy Guevara, I don't think. I don't think Sammy Guevara needed the title. He's he's pretty well over. And then you have him lose the tournament, and now it's just like, okay, we'll use you when we have time for. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I so agree. so a good a good a good solid. You look like you want to say something. One of the things <clears throat> AEW does. The wins loss, yeah. they, they matter. Tony Khan will come out and say wins losses matter here at AEW, except it's predetermined, obviously. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, what I don't like about that though is they reset them at the start of the new year. You have to though. Why? I, but I mean, if you look at it, like if you look at it in terms of sports, you know, Tampa, Tampa Bay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay Mark. Okay, I they're, okay. they're seven and three. New next season. next season, they I, okay. and I think that's more the way they look. That, at it. that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, you got. Thunder Rosa on the women's side, she's like twenty nine and three or something like that. If you just kept that going, right? Eventually, the losses are going to look bad enough where you're like, "Why is she in this main event picture?" Right. If yeah. you reset them every year, right? Oh, ten and zero this year. Yeah, it it it, it does. Make uh, that makes sense. Uh, that, that works. Okay. Do you have another one? I was gonna say, document this. He just admitted <laughs> that he was wrong. He was I, I, no, 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 no. I never said I was wrong. But I but said that makes sense. He knows that he, he was wrong. He meant it. Okay. <laughs> do you have another one? I, I do. Okay. The the Charlotte and Becky match. Okay. Great match. My missing the mark, though, has to be the egos that went on backstage. Why did we not get a clean finish to that match? Other than the fact Charlotte didn't want to lose clean or Becky didn't want to lose clean. Just set egos aside. Right. Just put on a good product, good match. Everything was great except for the end of the match where Becky's hanging on to the rope. Well, and it's something that, you know, you often, you got to do what's best for business. You know, before, how many times, we've talked about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart frankly hated each other. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk to each other for a Didn't, long time. But they would go out and do what's best for business. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from the Montreal screw job, but that's another story. But for the most part, they would go out and do what they needed to do. I don't have to like you, but we don't have to be best friends. We but, don't have to ride together in the car. But our success <clears throat> is dependent upon us going out there and putting on a good match. I want to get paid. You want to get paid. Let's go out and put on a show. Well, and the other thing is too to kind of you know cap on top of that. Becky has come out in interviews saying that she doesn't know that she can work with Charlotte anymore, and I'm like, look. There are some things that need to stay behind closed doors. Just because it's not kayfabe anymore, it doesn't mean that you want that out there. You don't want that impression to be out there. You, we should have never known about their fight behind stage. We should have never known that Charlotte left and stomped out and, and, Vince Mc, and walked away from Vince McMahon. We should have never known any of that stuff. Now, in today's society, we're going to know every bit of it because nobody can keep their mouth shut because they're going to be like, well, I got a buddy that writes for a newspaper and he's going to pay me $10,000 if I give him something hot. Well, this is something hot, you know. Right. But I digress. That 
it should never, ever have been. And it really did look like it affected it. It wasn't one of their better matches. It was a solid match. But you're right. Neither one of them agreed to take. I'm, I can't believe Charlotte took the loss, let alone. Well, I touched on this at the Survivor Street show. If it wasn't for Nia Jax a few years ago smearing Becky Lynch's nose all over her face, she never gets the man gimmick. and Probably she, never wins the title. She never takes off like she does. She would have won the title because everybody basically wins the women's titles. But she wouldn't be considered in the same light yeah. as Charlotte. And I think that created this persona that she has now ridden for a long time, and kudos to her. She's made a lot of money. Main event at WrestleMania because of it. Yeah. But, you know, it goes back that had that never happened, she's just, I think she's looked at in the same light as Sasha Banks. You know, I mean, Sasha Banks is good, and she's going to win a world title, but you don't consider her necessarily a yeah. main event talent. Yeah. I miss Bailey. I think the, I think the women's division misses Bailey. Yeah. She gets the belt back instantly when she comes back. I, she almost has to. Yeah. Is and it, I, and, is it Hill uh, Bailey? Please, it has to be Hill Bailey. You don't want the hugs? No. No, because Hill Bailey is the female version of Roman Reigns. It, it got her over. Yeah. She's so good. That stupid laugh that she has. Ding dong. And the ding. Oh, man. She was. <laughs> the ding dong so annoying. She was definitely headed in. A strong spot there before she got hurt, and I hate that she got hurt. So my second missing the mark is kind of a two-part. It deals with the fan jumping the barricade last night and spearing Seth Rollins. One, when you buy a ticket to any professional event, whether it is a a movie, a play, a basketball game, football game, wrestling, it doesn't matter. You don't have the right to jump over a barrier and put your hands on anybody, okay? Now, with that being said, so fans need to get themselves in check, all right? With that being said, also, Chavo Guerrero Jr. comes out and says that I remember a time when wrestlers were tougher than fans. It's a comment that didn't need to be said. Yes, there were a time that, uh, had the fan done that, Seth Rollins or... Hulk Hogan or Big John Studd, who Terry Funk, Eddie Guerrero, they would have beat the guy to death. Okay, right. we're in a day and time where you can't do that right. because there's so many cameras around. And even though that guy jumped the railing and he was trespassing essentially, which is breaking the law, if they would have physically assaulted him, it would have been bad publicity, bad PR. And it would have ended in Vince ponying money up to a guy in a situation that didn't need to be had. So while that may be true that they're not as tough, they also can't get by with that stuff now. Right. So it was the fans should have never done it. Chavo should have never took that shot. It, it, it was a black eye on all of professional wrestling. I mean, what was it a few weeks? Was it a few weeks ago the fan jumped in the ring on Chris Jericho? Yeah. I mean, like stop doing that. What? And, and, I mean, I think Jericho got a, well, a few years ago, a fan tackled Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. stop. He did get a whooping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he they, got knocked out. Yeah, they beat the snot out of him right. before he ever got out of the ring. Right. FTR. Free the Republicans. Free the Republicans. Uh, you had uh, Baby, Baby Davey. He, like, they were wearing him out. 
And I think Cash Wheeler knocked him out. I think he knocked him out. Yeah. Like, he was being held, and he walked by and just co-cocked him. Yeah. I mean, that if you if you jump the railing and att- try to attack talent, that's what you should expect. Unfortunately, that's oftentimes not what happens. Right. So, it's just things. The comment didn't need to be said, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he shouldn't have jumped the railing. No doubt. So I'll let you finish with with your second missing mark. Well, you know, I don't know how we can do a missing the mark segment if we don't actually take a shot at Mark himself, right? right? Oh, God. So, you know that we all play fantasy football. We do all play fantasy football. In the same league. In the same league. Yep. So we talk a lot. We do. Neil, how does it make you feel when a friend texts you and says, hey, I'm thinking about making a trade. Right. Please talk me out of it. Right. And we do nothing but say, bad deal, don't do that, don't do this, You're don't panicking. do that. Wait, You're panicking, wait. Offer sent. Offer sent. It's like we talking to the freaking wall. <laughs> now, in all defense, like we said in the text, and I know he's probably going to be listening to this, I knew that the offer was too cheap because we've tried trading with this dude in the league before. Right. There's no way that Patrick Mahomes was buying Jalen Hurts. I mean, he was giving up way too much. He was giving up work. way too much. Which, bless his heart, he values his players to the fullest extent right. of the law. And, and if you're not going to value your players, who will? Right. That's, that's for sure. But <laughs> man, the minute you did that last night. I told him I was like, that is gonna be one of my missing the marks. <laughs> I mean, I think I think I mean you get a chance to defend yourself here. It was funny because first when I sent the text offer sent, I'm at work. You are at work. I, I'm and at listen, work. you work I, a lot harder than we do. Well, maybe. You deal with a lot of kids. I do right? deal with a lot of kids. You you are on roofs, maybe. <laughs> I don't exactly Most time he know. Sits in the same yeah. kind of chair. I, I spend a lot of time in a cushion. <laughs> my my whole job is on the phone. I spend a lot of time on the phone. My phone is in a part box because technically we're not supposed to have phones on process. Right. I know nobody at my employer's probably listening. <laughs> so, but I mean, you said technically you're not. Technically, yeah. But I mean, family emergency. You never know what comes right. up. Right. I had four texts from you all after I sent offer sent. I hadn't even sent the offer yet. <laughs> Neil, Neil texted and he's like, well, this just got silent. I was like, well, this just got, like, this just got really silent. Because we were like, no, don't do it. You got time. Do it. it, 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 it nothing. nothing. And I was like, okay, well. It's <laughs> awkward. And then the next thing we get is offer like, What the heck? The way our jobs are, you get four minutes of process. So I was texting you all. I go do my four minutes of work. I come back and y'all are talking about how awkward silence is. <laughs> that's good. That's, a, that's awesome. That's why I skipped you because yeah, I knew I, that was I, your I know, second. I know, I know. He he wants to bring up fantasy football. All we heard at the draft was how stacked his division was. I'm seven and four. You're seven and four. We're I'm, sitting in first place in his division. I'm not a two. Oh, Excuse me. I mean, listen, if you're going to throw stats, I'm not a two. I'm seven and four and tied for first place in my division. I'm in third place in my division (laughs) at seven and four, and you're in first. Hey, look, 
Is it my fault that the guys in my division are poor managers this year? You were talking at the draft how loaded your division was. Well, you know, and typically it would be. But who in the world would know that Darren dashing diners and computer repairs is the luckiest fantasy football player on this planet minus week your, your week one where you got the stat correction. And Mr. Kuiper is afraid of bread claws. I am not afraid of bread claws. When I, I don't want bread claws in the playoffs. When I text you, I am not afraid of him. When I text that I was trading Mahomes, your first text was, don't. "It better not be Wes." <laughs> so yeah, it's on. I am. I am cutting that. Right out. That was a lot of fun. That was. How far are we in? Forty seven minutes. minutes in. We ain't got to our last second. That's okay. We're gonna run a little late. It's our show. Time. Yeah. So that wraps that part of it up. So the main beef of this show, we're gonna we're gonna finish this show up, and then the, and then next week's episode is gonna be the 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 whole meat and potatoes of the show. But basically, the reason we wanted to do this show is because we talk a lot about WWE and AEW, but we just kind of come up with the idea of, well, let's just kind of compare them, right? Let's see what it's all about, and. I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to get into that. One of the things that I think we, I'd like to you know, wrap this show up with is just kind of talking about the current state of AEW and WWE wrestling as a whole, right? right? You know, not necessarily specific to this, but what, what do you think about wrestling right now? And I know I had, a, a, like I had NXT written off to the side, question mark. You, you, you said you wanted to say something about NXT as well. Well, I mean, I, before we talk about wrestling as a whole, what the WWE has done to NXT is borderline criminal. I mean, they took what was, for the long time, the most watchable program on TV, especially under the WWE brand, and they've ruined it. Not that the performers... Almost on purpose. No, well, I, I don't mean, think not, it was almost. No, I yeah, think it, it was on purpose. Yeah. I mean, no knock on Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction at all, okay? But they've built a program around them, but we're not told why. We just see Mandy Rose show up on NXT one week, and then the next week she has a faction, and then the next week she changes her hair, and now she's the NXT Women's Champion. And they're the tag team champion. And there's and like... And then you have Vaughn Helsing, whatever his name is. Wagner. Wagner. That's who I was looking for. He, uh, I'm, I'm terrible with names. He gets called up to, apparently on SmackDown, and he was in NXT for a hot second. And then Braun Breaker. Like, I, I don't know. They have some good talent, but they've made it cheesy. They've made it kooky. They've taken away what made it NXT. Well, it's like I told you this afternoon. They went back to it just being 100% developmental. And I think that was their plan. They might as well just make it a contest like NXT right. was at first. Well, the minute they said that Vince and uh, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, Pritchard yeah. were going to get involved with it, and then they get the paint uh, the paint scheme change, and then they put the NXT 2.0, it was over. So what, what, what good talent they had they brought up. Or, or released. Or released. Future Endeavor, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen – you not to not not to not to talk out too long on this, but you could have sent people like Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Karrion Cross, 
think you could have sent John Morrison. Send some of these back, guys back down to NXT. I mean, okay, you don't have room for them on the main roster. That's okay. NXT still has a two-hour program to fill, and at least it gives you people that you'll know. I mean, it worked for Finn Balor. It worked for. I mean, it rejuvenated his career. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, so I keep waiting any day for them to send the dirty dogs. Like, send Dolph. What do you think, Dolph Ziggler? He would do fantastic on NXT. Bobby Roode's already done fantastic on NXT. Sometimes, and, and but that goes back to WWE views NXT as a developmental territory, not as a brand. And I think Vince saw them. I mean, they were passing Monday Night Raw which is his flagship program, they were never going to pass SmackDown. SmackDown's drawing numbers right now that are insane numbers on a Friday night. But they were passing Monday Night Raw, and he wasn't happy that they were passing his flagship show. Yeah. And he was going to do something about it. Yeah. So. I agree. But I agree. in terms of wrestling as a whole, <laughs> as a wrestling fan, I there's so much wrestling on television that I literally have to take breaks from it. Like, I can't watch it. All the time because you know and you you use the soap opera reference earlier and it's about that way. I can take a month or two off from watching it and start watching it and pick right back up. Know where the storylines are going. Particularly this time of year, especially in the WWE, we've talked about it. You know, they're 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 this is their off season, right? You know, they're just they're just cruise control till we get to Royal Rumble. I would say it starts with day one, is what I would think. Yeah. What, what I mean, what's your thoughts on the state of wrestling as a whole right now? Like you said. With the whole NXT, it wasn't long ago. NXT and AEW were neck and neck. Right, best two shows probably. I mean, the they, week. they talk, other than SmackDown. They talk about they talk about you know competition and wars. I literally think and and AEW yes was getting the upper hand. Okay, it wasn't like they were just crushing NXT every week. And still, at the end of the day, you were having almost two million people watching wrestling on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Anytime wrestling's at the top of the conversation. It's a win. Right. And I'm not sure why they decided to kill it. I, I don't know if it was just contract situation, which, and I think that's going to be a problem in AEW coming up. Eventually, you're going to run out of money to pay these guys. Right. You've brought so many people on. Well, and, and it's, so we hear that NXT got moved because of NHL. And then we find out that Dynamite's going to TBS because of the NHL. Like, so the NHL is going to be on Turner and USA? When did hockey become such a big deal all of a sudden? Exactly. The only thing that used to ever boot a WWE product on USA was the, the Westminster, Westminster Dog, Dog Show. Show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. And that was the one Monday night a year you were ticked off. You were like, <sighs> so you knew that yeah. you were going to get it delayed. Or it, and I was like, come on now. Yeah. That used to be the only thing that yeah. ever used to move it. And who's watching that? Nobody. <clears throat> Should you probably uh, I think no. it's on a Saturday now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on yeah, well, an actual NBC I, on Saturday. I, I think uh, I think Vince has enough pull now that he's like, now, no, we have our own big dog. We don't well, need no dog. Well, you know, and, and something we all talk about is there's no way that USA can be happy with the product, the two products that they've paid a billion dollars for. Yeah, I mean, you can't be happy with that. Did you all see the attendance last night at Raw? I did not. Forty five hundred. That's that's at, at Brooklyn. At, that's that's sad. Bully Ray talked about busted open day, and he was like, "As a performer, you look through the curtain. There's only forty five hundred people on the on what's considered the flagship show, right? 
But that's not how you hurt WWE. Vince is still getting his money, ratings, right. merch. Right. Well, <laughs> Bully has said WWE is a machine. Yeah, it's going to go. They fire all the guys, bring in a whole new roster, and it just keeps going. Like they, yeah. they, they, they don't stop. You, you cannot stop it. Well, and and and, and we'll and <clears throat> we'll get into that in right. the, well, in I mean, the we next talked, episode. Right, we talked about ratings, and and we're going to talk more about ratings. But at this point. It's it's ingrained in people's mind that okay it's eight o'clock on Monday night I'm sitting down in front of the TV I'm turning Monday Night Raw on whether you like it or not yeah. and uh, and it's just it's it's to use a Daniel Bryan word it's just fickle wrestling is just fickle right now <laughs> and I, I I don't like it like I love pro wrestling I love the fact that it's all over like that you can watch it literally any day of the week with the fight app you can literally watch it twenty four seven that and Peacock yeah but. I'm like, come on, guys! Like, at least make me care about it. And and the worst part about it is, is that's the only wrestling you can watch with regular cable television. Right. If you want to watch Impact or NWA, it's going to cost you. And there's so many different streaming things that are out there now. Do their product isn't at the level. That it needs to be to get me to pay to pay for it. Right. You know what I mean? You know, but you talked and and uh impact and they need to get a TV deal. Like mm-hmm. it's that like we've Sean and I bought Impact's first pay-per-view last year that they've had in a long time. It was Slammiversary. It was really good. It was good. We've kept up with it since then a little bit. It's pr- like they have they have a pretty good roster. They put a pretty good product out. The one thing that's killing them is that, like he said, it's too hard to watch. Yeah. You know, not not too hard like physically. Like you can't find it. The channel right. that it that it comes on, like you got to buy like the most expensive package or download their or pay for their app or what, whatever the case may be. It, it's just hard to watch. Um, but we and need- they were heavily involved in the whole Russell Cade weekend when we went that time. Right. I mean, we saw Rich Swan and 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 a lot. And of- we're seeing all those guys again this yeah. year. Uh, I thought I I had hoped their AEW angle was going to pay off, and we were going to see maybe them land a TV deal somewhere. You know, I mean, Turner's got multiple channels. Why not put them on True TV? I mean, True TV, perfect spot for them. Bump two hours of Impractical Jokers, okay, and just put them on there. I love Impractical Jokers, but just bump two hours of Impractical Jokers and put them on True TV. I think it's a perfect spot for them. I mean, you could even put them TNT on a Tuesday night. Well, and, and Who we wants talk- to watch a Marvel movie for the hundredth time? <laughs> well, and we've even talked about Paramount. Like, yeah. Paramount's a perfect place for them. Spike has a tradition of of carrying wrestling on their on their network, and they had impact. When it was TNA. They, they had impact. So there's history there. I, so they need to work really hard to well, get team. They need that one guy. Right. And I I think they're gonna get their one guy. Yeah. And, and I, I I don't know that that pushes them to that point. They might be comfortable where they're at right now, but I feel like their their product's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And if you had an easier way to get it. It might help them a lot. So, I think they're going to get their one guy. Maybe. Maybe. He's here. <laughs> Follow the buzzers. Nobody's going to hear that. <laughs> Let me in. 
<laughs> they might hear that. Oh my gosh. Well, we're right on our one hour mark. We are right on our one hour mark. We've kind of set the stage for what we want to do. We've talked, you know, we've kind of rushed through the, the state of wrestling currently, but that's not what the 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 topic the show's really about. Yeah. It was kind of a teaser to yeah. lead into the meat and potatoes that's going to be next week's show. Right. Right, for sure. So, um, you know, I'm kind of excited about the the upcoming episode, for sure. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We did a did a solid Survivor Series recap. We had some fantastic missing the marks this time and, and set the stage for the next show. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to send us out with our sponsors? I mean, I think we need to lead off with Heiner's White Bread. It is... As Adam Muncy says, the, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be in terms of white bread. We follow that up with Crouch Family Breakery and Bread Claws, slanging bread daily. And, of course, Darren's Dashing Dinners and Computer Repair, who got the shout-out twice this week. Right. So send that extra check in the mail. <laughs> you know, just one, one funny thing here. Who would have ever thought that your comment about Bret Hart just being like, Regular old white bread would have got us to where we are now. I can't believe that somebody hasn't tagged Heiner's white bread for them to actually start sending us checks. I can't (laughs) believe we haven't tagged Heiner's white bread. Well, I got people on the inside. We'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Guys, we'll see you next week. See you. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner. On Twitter at Corner to Corner PC and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, Corner to Corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.